Welcome to the Everyday Ironman podcast, where we normally talk to real athletes just like you and me that are working to complete an incredible goal. My name is Mike Bosch, and this week I thought I would take some time to give you an update on where I am. Now, if you're listening to this on the Friday that it comes out, you know that tomorrow is the Ironman World Championships in Kona for the women. And I want to just take a second to say that I have really loved enjoying seeing everybody's Instagram posts over the week. I've never historically been somebody who wants to go to Hawaii. Living in Texas, it seems like a really long uh, flight, but I have to say some of the pictures that I've seen this week are just incredible. And it looks like everybody is having just a blast. So... I want to say good luck to all of the incredible athletes, including former guests Kelsey Ramberg and Laura Franklin, who will be racing on Saturday. I hope everybody has uh, an amazing experience. I hope you have the race that you trained for, and I hope that it isn't too hot on the course, um, even though we know that it will be. So definitely um, good luck, and we wish you the best. I've got a few of you loaded in my tracker, and I'm excited to uh, hear all the alerts uh, going off, and then I'll be excited to see all of the um, post-race photos and read all the race reports. But since it's been a little while uh, since I provided like a solo update, I thought I would just share a little bit about how things have been going for me. <clears throat> and I have to say, it has been a little rough since Oregon. Now, those of you that follow the podcast regularly know that I had um, probably my best race of my career, definitely a PR time in Oregon, but the whole experience was just incredible. And I think there was a little concern that maybe um, that was going to be a peak moment and it was going to be hard to really top that. And I had some, I had some plans uh, for the rest of the year. You know, that was in July. And I still had some bike rides that I wanted to do. I had an ultra marathon that I thought I could run. I thought maybe I would get to Florida for Haines City. Well, none of that happened and none of that's going to happen. It's just been really, um, really tough um, to get myself motivated. Um, I just I just don't have it in me. And it's, it's, you know, it's sad to say, but I think I have to be transparent and say that while I love my job, um, it's been pretty busy. And honestly, the three-hour commute each day is just really wearing on me. Um, those of you that you know, have followed my journey over the past couple of years, know that I'm historically a early morning riser and I get to the gym early. And I don't know what's going on with my uh, my Boston Terrier, but he's been getting up at like two and three o'clock in the morning and it's really throwing my sleep routine off. Now, I'm not blaming him, right? I'm an adult and I take responsibility for my decisions. Um, it's just really thrown some things off. And so I end up, you know, sleeping in a little bit later and then convincing myself, well, I can't get to the gym before work. So I'll go to the gym at lunch and then invariably I'll get involved in a, a project that I need to work through lunch to get done. Or if I'm being honest, there's just days where I just look at myself. I'm like, I just don't have it. Uh, I just don't have it in me to go to the gym. And I know there are so many 
Um, there are so many good benefits from just going and doing a 30-minute workout, right? It doesn't have to be a full hour, just doing something. Um, now, I will say that I'm still an active person. I still, um, I'm still swimming a couple times a week. I'm still running at least once a week. I ride my bike. It's just I haven't been in that consistent seven days a week swim, bike, run um, pattern. And it just, just stone everything off. But that's okay, right? There's still a lot of things um, to be thankful for. And, you know, because I haven't been working out as much, um, I've actually gotten a lot of done on my camper van conversion. I have been working with my wife on a on converting a 2015 Dodge Ram uh, ProMaster cargo van into a small Class B camper, and it's really coming along. I actually post regular updates on my personal Instagram, so if you don't follow me on Instagram, um, you know, switch over and check those out. I've got some some progress photos. And I'm actually excited to say that Diane and I are actually going camping this weekend. So I've got my mountain bike all ready to go. I got her Trek hybrid down and I rode it around the block one time just to make sure that everything's shifting really good. And we're going to take Fenway, our Boston Terrier out there. The weather has turned uh, cool. So we're, we should enjoy some, you know, some cool fall temperatures We've got some um, s'mores that we're gonna make, and we're gonna cook out, make some breakfast. It's just gonna be, um, it's gonna be a good time, and hopefully, we'll be able to get a nice bike ride in. I'm gonna take my trail shoes that I bought. Maybe I'll get a trail run in. We'll see, right? I'm not gonna put any um, undue expectations. Um, we're just gonna play it by ear, right? And I did do uh, a local Olympic triathlon. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think it was two weekends ago. Now, I had done the same race in the spring. So somewhere around May, the there was a local uh, play try, which is the local triathlon store, hosted the Fort Worth Triathlon here pretty close to where I live, about 35 minutes away, Olympic distance. And I did pretty well. I ended up finishing, um, I think it two hours and 53 minutes, something in that neighborhood, finished seventh in my age group. Um, it was really the first race that I had done in a while. It was the very first Olympic race that I had ever done because I had gone sprint to um, 70.3. Um, so that was interesting. I was always a little um, unsure about the swim because the it was a wetsuit swim. Um, it only took me like 22 minutes, which was really fast for me. You know, you never can trust your Garmin data, but my swim time, um, my Garmin didn't even come close to swim the swim time on the um, athlete tracker. And so um, coming into the, the race a couple weeks ago, like I said, I wasn't as motivated. I hadn't been working out. I'd been going to the pool and I had been swimming a lot, but I really hadn't been doing the other disciplines. Um, it's been really hot in North Texas. And so it wasn't wetsuit legal. Uh, when I got to the race, I took my wetsuit with me cause you never know now USTA or USTIST, I don't remember the name, you know, whatever that, um, governing body is their, 
temperatures are a little bit different than um, Ironman. So even though the temperature, I think, was 80 degrees, you could wear a wetsuit if you wanted to. But as we've all heard, you know, you don't um, qualify for age group awards. And so not that I thought that I would, um, but I chose not to wear my wetsuit. And I think it was a combination of the water temperature was warmer, so I wasn't wearing my wetsuit, and the course was marked a little bit differently. I was in the water for 40 minutes. So I swam nonstop. I sided pretty well, but they had routed the or laid the course out a little bit different. So I'm thinking in the spring, I either didn't swim the full course or the course wasn't properly marked for a full mile combined with this course was definitely a full mile, but the swim was twice as long for me. So when I got out of the water, um, I definitely was ready to get on the bike. Now, different than in the spring, I took my transitions a little bit seriously. So I made my way through transition really quick. And while I don't have my splits, I think my transition time swim to bike was half the time as my swim to bike transition was in the spring. Uh, I got on the bike uh, really well. I ended up doing, I clipped my shoes in, used the rubber bands just like I did in Oregon. So I had a really smooth transition. Um, I got out on the course. Now, those that have been following me know that I had my professional bike fit. So I'm really, really comfortable um, in aero position right now. I had, I had ridden the course in the spring. So I wasn't... Um, surprised by anything. It was all the same turns. I knew the trouble spots. So I was able to turn in a much better bike split um, this race than I was last race. So coming into um, T2, again, um, smooth transition, hit the run course. Now, I had uh, gone back and forth over the week or two leading up to the race as to which shoes I was going to wear. I knew with a high level of confidence that it wasn't going to be wetsuit legal. And so I didn't think I was going to beat my time from the spring. So I even wondered, should I wear my carbon shoes, right? Because the carbon shoes have a, uh, a lifespan that is less than the normal shoe, right? But anyway, I decided to go ahead and wear them. I get them on and I haven't worn them since Oregon. And immediately I feel my right foot, the kind of the arch of the foot, is sore, almost like there's something in the shoe. So I, I actually had to um, stop, sit on the ground, take the shoe off, check it. There wasn't anything in it. Put the shoe back on, and it just, I don't know, it, it just felt a little sore, a little aggravated. I was still able to run not as fast as I would have wanted to. I ended up um, having to walk uh, for probably about a minute about mile four. Now it's a 10K, so I made it the first four miles, no problem. About mile four, ended up walking one hill, and then I ended up finishing. I think I ended up finishing with an overall pace of like a 944. Again, not horrible, but not where I wanted to be. So at the end of the day, it took me just over three hours. So I think I was like 302 and change. So it was about 10 minutes or so longer than the race in the spring but I ended up in fourth place in my age group just because how everything worked out. So one spot off the podium, not too bad. 
I kind of laughed uh, with a friend at work because had I chosen to wear my wetsuit, I'm confident I could have saved five minutes on the swim, which would have put me in third place, but I wouldn't have been eligible for the award since I had chosen to wear my wetsuit. So either way, I ended up in the spot that I should be. So uh, that's a quick update on that. Now, I am planning on picking up training uh, next week. I will not be ready to run the Fort Worth Marathon uh, in November because it is like four weeks from the time that I'm recording this. But I do plan to run the half marathon, and then there is a, I think, a 10K the following weekend in Fort Worth that Caitlin and Tiffany Saunders uh, are going to uh, run in. So I have sent them a message through Facebook. Hopefully we'll be able to meet up in person um, and run that together. It's like the Pumpkin Spice 10K or something along those lines. They posted, uh, they talked about it in their latest YouTube video. And since it's so close to my house, uh, I don't want to miss the opportunity of meeting them in person. So that's, that's something I'm actually really looking forward to. Now, um, I, um, I've been looking at options for next year's a race. I know at one point I said I was going to race Boulder. I'm not able to do that because my wife and I'll be on a cruise. I'm definitely looking at Oceanside. There's the possibility, um, that maybe, um, no pressure, but maybe Jenna Russell and Tyler are going to race somewhere that maybe I could go to as well. So we've got some things on the, you know, the, on the books to look at, but nothing, um, nothing has been committed. <clears throat> but I do want to thank those of you that have texted me to check on me. I know that I haven't been um, as active, um, but I am still kind of plugging along, right? So I want you to continue to post all about your workouts and all about your races because at this point I am truly living vicariously through you. So um, I hope that you still have a few things planned and that your season's going to run another couple months at least and we can get all the way through um, at least into December, right? Because there are a couple of Ironman branding races. I know the um, I think it's Clash Daytona is coming up. Um, there's got to be some running races, maybe some bike races. Who knows, right? Just keep those photos coming um, so that I can um, at least uh, fantasize about what I could be doing, right? And I do want you to know or let you know that I have um, I have a few interviews um, that we're lining up. Um, next week, you'll hear from um, former guests, Rob Klein, who raced the um, inaugural edition of Ironman 70.3 New York. Um, he shares all about that experience and gives some insight into what he has coming up. So we definitely have that to look forward to. Um, but if you would like to share your story, send me a message, um, send me an email, and we'll schedule a time uh, to record a conversation. Um, so hopefully um, you weren't too disappointed. This is a shorter episode this week, but I thought it would be good to kind of level set on a few things because I had made some bold statements on some podcasts in the in the past that I was going to do this race or that race, and I just wanted to come clean and say, 
um, you know, sometimes things just don't work out the way you want them to work out, but that's okay, right? There's always next season and that's what we're working towards. So uh, keep doing what you do and uh, hopefully uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have any questions, advice that you would like to share, or would like to be a guest on the show and share your story, you can email everydayironmanpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow on Instagram at everydayironmanpodcast. Until next time, keep moving forward.